Grandma B here. You know I'm a morning person. Hello. Well, Otto and I've been outside already for at least two or three hours. Nah, two hours. We've been out knocking off some weeds and enjoying the beautiful spring weather. Oh, it's fabulous outside. I hope you're doing that too. Looking at the buds. Come on, Ot. Looking at the buds on the trees and helping Mother Nature a little by watering here and there. And of course, I did some propagating because we had to move some bushes. The propagating I did was I trimmed some apple trees and took the uh, shoots and put them in a little rooting powder and stuck them in soil. And it looks like they're actually coming too. Well, let's hope so anyway. I also propagated some other bushes. And uh, some of the bushes that we had to tear down. And I moved some raspberry bushes. They're still in pots, but there's lots of work to be done. So Otto is helping me. We, uh, we have a little team set up to where we go outside the fence with the wheelbarrow. Of course, Otto has to be on the leash still. I don't really trust him not to run off. And we go out there and we bring in loads of, wheelbarrow loads of, uh, of uh, road fill for the pool. We're working on evening out the ground and every wheelbarrow full of road fill helps. We did buy a lot of road fill. We have a huge, huge pile out there so we don't want a sagging pool like we had last year that was kind of scary to have a sagging pool and have the pool almost come out from under you so I hope everything is well with you if you have any questions feel free to um, address them on the recording on the anchor program there is a recording availability there where you can leave me a a, um, a verbal message and if you like i can address your questions in private or i can bring them up right here on our podcast i'm hoping to be more regular i know the only regular thing we've got going is our shabbat reading and thank god for that because it sure keeps us in line and helps us to uh, focus on what life is all about. We've definitely steered away from all politics because of what's happened. Um, Every now and then I voice my opinion and immediately I get censored. So uh, what's the use? So we, we are right now, the United States is in the process of being censored as if we were in 1938 which is pretty scary. And I hope more people will wake up and smell the roses or smell the dogwood because uh, it's pretty scary when free speech is taken away. What's next, huh? Hallelujah, we have the Lord to help us along because he lets us say whatever we want. He wants to hear what we have to say. So I'll be talking to him this morning as I'm meandering around here in the sunshine. Bless you. See you later.
I'm back. Yes, it's a busy week this week. And yes, I did give someone a ride to the doctor. It took uh, five hours of volunteer time. And Otto was fairly good. But he was exceptionally good when I took him to the big hardware store in the big city. What an improvement age is making with him. So our puppy Otto is now... 16 months old and the maturity is definitely showing and helping us to accept and be pleased with our choice because he is obeying and he's following instructions and he's doing much better than he used to. All the training is definitely paid off or has definitely paid off. So one of my granddaughters is very active in softball and the whole family follows along and apparently it's something they really enjoy. I just wonder what the other kids think when there's only one of them always doing the baseball and she's always the star and the rest of them I'm not sure if they're actually participating in anything except for the travels I guess the travels are nice Um, I don't know what do you guys think can you give me your opinion if a if a family of eight that's six children and two adults um, go on road trips to send one of the children the eldest child to all the different tournaments for softball Is that something you're familiar with? Is that something um, that is edifying? Of course, they haven't included the grandparents that I can see. I know her side of the family is included a lot in a lot of different things that they do with their family, but they haven't included us in anything and haven't really given us any reason, except maybe because we started leaning toward the Jewish side of holidays. Uh, After studying the Bible as long as Bob and I have, we've opted to skip a lot of the secular holidays and are following the holidays of the Bible, the holidays of the Lord. And they're just a bit different. So, um, but we, it's our religious preference and uh, it shouldn't be held against us. And we shouldn't be penalized for that. We should be recognized as, well, you think this is the right thing to do, then we will allow you to do. I mean, we will not be against you for it. But uh, even my sister was very upset when she found out that I'm leaning toward the Jewish side of Christianity. the first thing that they said was, but he killed, the Jews killed Jesus. How could you want to do that? And they're just so ignorant about the history of the Bible and the Bible's reading, you know, that it was the Jewish people that are God's people. And it was not, we can't blame the Jews for killing Jesus. It was a plan. It's 
not an excuse or not a reason to say, well, we don't agree with you and your Jewish holidays. Are you honoring Jewish traditions more so than secular traditions? It's just wrong. Well, I try not to let it bother me. Today, I'm heading over to get my signature and my application to renew uh, some documents notarized. And yesterday, I did some testing because um, with my profession, my past profession, I try to keep my credentials um, updated and, and current. Being retired doesn't mean you have to give up your titles or your credentials. So I'm keeping my credentials current and updated in order to do it. I have to do periodic tests, kind of like driver's license. You know, if you if you want to keep your driver's license, you have to prove that you're able to, that you have good vision and that you're cognitively sane in order to drive the streets. No person with dementia can drive the streets. One of my goals today is to, of course, be outside again. It was very cold outside yesterday, so I didn't go outside much. But I did go and pull some weeds with a hoe, and Otto enjoyed being outside. Uh, we had a tragedy last week because little Fritzy had to cross the Rainbow Bridge after 15 years of having a wonderful schnauzer, I do have constant pangs of missing him. And him, he was here just not too long ago and I was caring for him. I know he was, he was having issues with being old. He, uh, there was a lot of uh, incontinence, which means he peed in places. So there are certain areas of the house where he would go and boy, those areas are still clean, and I, they're so clean because I've always cleaned after him constantly. But it's still sad. I think of him often, and boy, the years we had with him were sure great. They were sure fun to have a schnauzer, a miniature schnauzer of his type. He was especially highfalutin, and he had some wonderful genes, and I always regret having had him... Um, castrated or neutered at such an early age because oh his puppies would have been a joy so um today i hope to do some embroidery i know i've been gradually getting bob's sweater knitted every evening when we sit and, and watch some tv some entertainment some movies i sit and knit and my prototype is coming along so when I'm knitting a big fancy project like a, a Mr. Rogers sweater, like I'm knitting for Bob, I like to uh, do a prototype. And I believe that means it's like a sample. So I'm using a yarn that wasn't his actual color request. It's white and I'm doing all the pieces. So when I do go to knit, the actual sweater in the perfect yarn that he that Bob picked out then I'll have some experience with that pattern and I should uh, be able to uh, work it out much faster so we get better with experience don't we um, so 
in, we're also painting. Bob painted the deck of the pool. And today, if the weather will allow, we will paint the, um, the stairs going to the pool. Bob had a chance to clean them all up. And um, I hurt my wrist somewhat on uh, Sunday when I transported a lot of road fill. And I've been wearing a brace, and the brace is certainly helpful, so I'm leaving it on for a while longer. A brace on my wrist means that it is uh, immobilized to the point where I can't move the wrist, and I kept it on. This is like my second day, and uh, when I did have the brace off to change it and put a clean one on, it certainly showed me that the brace is helping because I'm not bending the wrist. It's immobilized. It has a chance to heal. The It wasn't really an injury. It was just uh, I just worked it too hard by uh, shoveling road fill into the wheelbarrow and, and then um, transporting it. I think I did at least 10 loads. Otto helped me do it. He came with me step by step. And that was a good learning experience for him because he knows he has to obey and come along with on the leash because if he pulls me in any way, that could be extremely dangerous and I could get hurt. So I convey that to him. So he is very obedient during the process. I'm, I've always taught him to be careful, be careful, be careful. To him, that means to be careful because he could easily get hurt. When he goes up and down those steps on the pool platform, I tell him to be careful. So when we were at the big hardware store, I bought some adhesive strips that will help uh, people and paws to get a good grip on the stairs so that slippage on wet stairs will be uh will not happen we need to have those stairs nice and stable we don't want to slip on them when we go up and into the pool so i also purchased a new rug for the cat kennel the our two boy kittens still sleep in the kennel and uh, they have a new rug in there because with summertime coming it's better not to have so much bedding they just have a nice cool rug that they can lay on and uh, it, the circulation will be better for them and uh, i'll be able to vacuum it easily if their hair sheds so another thing that I did over the last weekend was I got through all of Otto's mats on his back. We've I've been keeping him in a poodle cut pretty much where he has a lot of hair on his torso and his upper back. And it was at least four inches high or thick. But when you parted it, you could see that it was matting and... Uh, matted hair from my experience means the groomer has to shave him down to the skin so i carefully sprayed it with the anti-entanglement spray that's especially made for horses that seems to really work and 
gradually combed it out piece by piece because even the clipper would not go through it with a comb unless I combed it out first and with a slicker brush and then with the stiff metal comb. So I had to be very careful not to hurt him because that is, um, that is a delicate procedure. It might have taken a couple of hours and I did it while I was relaxing on Sunday afternoon. So um, I got it cut down to about an inch and a half and to make the whole thing come together i brought down his, uh, the ring around his neck and his rear end to about uh, three quarters of an inch or less so that it kind of keeps that same shape that i like on him a little bit longer fur or hair on his torso and shorter underneath his torso and then shorter around the base of his tail and his rear and shorter around his neck. So his ears right now are still exceptionally long and I may have to take those down as well. So next week we'll be going to the groomer. His appointment is coming up in approximately eight days. And I like to take him in and I want him to be in good shape. I want his uh, fur to be in good shape. I don't take him to the groomer to have him put in good shape. I take him to the groomer to finish him and do the finishing touches of his shape. I do his main shape and the groomer does the finishing touches. Like shave his face, shave his face and shave his paws. We've been doing that on a regular basis, and that's working out for us. So I also cleaned up Kadima, and she's she's been walking around pretty clean. I have to wash her face quite frequently. She's our little schnauzer we have left. And her eyes, she's got a condition where her eyes water quite a bit, so she needs quite a bit of treatment there. So enough said about the pets, they're all doing good and the garden is coming along. I'll be going through some seeds and maybe starting some peppers because yes, I grow some peppers. Even though this is the seventh year and we should be allowing our, our garden to rest, our garden is so big and we have uh, not always grown the whole six years here there's places where we did not have anything planted and uh, in that part of the land I will continue to grow stuff or allow things to grow we can't follow that particular rule to the T it's almost like a donkey in the ditch situation and we've explained what a donkey in the ditch is like on Shabbat, when something happens and we have to do some work because there is a donkey stuck in the ditch. And Yeshua said, what would you do on Shabbat? Would you just let your donkey suffer in the ditch or would you do what's necessary to get him out? And whatever we do, what's necessary to get that donkey out is uh, actually working. But on a Shabbat, we're not supposed to work unless it's a donkey in the ditch situation. Thank you, Father God, for helping us to understand that your rules 
do occasionally bend here and there. And we appreciate your relationship with us. We appreciate how you communicate with us and how you stand with us. So I also want to say something about the censoring of free speech in America. We are now censored to the point where we feel like we are in communist China. You're not allowed to say certain things or you will be censored. So we have to be careful of what we say. We cannot say our opinion even if our opinion is based on truths that we have learned with experience. So uh, we don't know where this is heading, but we do fear for our grandchildren because once upon a time we clearly had free speech and now free speech is clearly being censored by those who have taken over and they took over not necessarily by consensus or by by proper voting it and other people agree and i think those people that agree are watching certain television shows and certain news programs that have convinced them that they are right and they want to fundamentally change the rules in America and this all started when we elected a president called Obama he his intention was to fundamentally change America and take away uh our roots of being a christian nation it's been denied many times we are not a, we were not a christian nation and we're not a christian nation now and that is pretty sad when in reality yes we're a christian nation just look at the supreme court and see moses up there in the um fresco uh holding the 10 commandments and they are gradually taking down all evidence of our true history and replacing it with history that is unbecoming to the USA so it's pretty sad and hopefully there will be parents that are set apart and will not allow their children to go to such schools where they brainwash and teach the children's things other than the truth so we never expected this to come in our lifetime we're seeing things that is flabbergasting us so flabbergasting is kind of a made up word isn't it that means we're almost speechless because we don't understand how we got to this location and it's almost like we've had a communist takeover of our government and um it's not going the way that we had hoped so they want to take away capitalism and capitalism is what's helped people prosper but not all people prospered and the ones that didn't prosper are so angry they're asking for communism which means everybody's gets a little tiny piece of the pie and uh, everybody uh, is in line kind of like it was in East Germany in the 50s and 60s and 70s 
than most of the 80s, you know. The people were on a stipend. Very few people worked. When they did work, they only got paid a certain amount. And um, they had to give up so much of their earnings that it wasn't even worth it to work. They had to give up so much of their earnings to the ones that refused to work or didn't work or that uh, it wasn't even worth it to work. So after a while, nobody's working and they're all getting a little bit, but the money does run out. So when the money runs out, the country goes bankrupt. Look at Venezuela. What a horrible situation that is. Well, enough said here about politics. I know I tend to either go off on a tangent with politics or I go off and praise God. Praising God certainly is a better way to go, isn't it? So I will praise God and forget about man because we should not value man more than God. If we value God more than man, then things will go right with us. And it has been a proven a proven process for me and my house that when we follow God, everything falls in place perfectly. If we try to follow man, we will create Ishmael's, we will trip all over ourselves, we will get depressed, we will get anxiety. But with God, those things don't exist. He comforts us and he guides us through the day Little by little, we, we, uh, our, our fears are erased and we focus on God and his promises and things will go well with us. Amen. So if you have questions, feel free to leave them on the Anchor program. There is a button you can push and you can ask your question. You can ask that I get back to you in private or I can address your questions right here on the air. Also, you can you can uh, contact me directly. I'm okay with that. And I will address your questions and your issues in private. Grandma B here, happy to report that all is well. I am strong, Bob is strong. The Cato diet is a wonderful thing, making us strong. And uh, we, we have continued doing our breathing exercises, which help us to have a clear nose. We haven't uh, experienced uh, any illnesses, little minor stomach upsets, and that's all. So uh, we're happy, healthy, and ready to have you come and visit us. When you come visit us, it'll be fun. We will show you things, and we will entertain you as much as we can. And uh, hopefully you can even come and spend the night. See you later, kids. Kids of all ages, that is, of course. We love you. And the next time I talk to you should be Shabbat. Because, you know, we're so busy here, I can't record everything we do. 
But on Shabbat, we sit down and we do our studies and our reading and our get-together. And that's really easy for us to share because we've been practicing the Shabbat home church for a long time. So, um, and I'm very comfortable with recording our Shabbat readings and posting them here because we know that... uh, Even if just one person benefits from our reading, that's awesome. And even if it's just me benefiting from our reading by hearing it again after we read, that's wonderful. So it's not going on deaf ears when we record our Shabbat reading. So the, the basics of the Shabbat reading is we read the parasha, which is from the Torah, And then we read the prophets, and then we read the New Covenant. And the way that it's set up, our reading always correlates from the old to the new, from the uh, how we came about, how it came about, and how it relates. Because in the Torah, the first part of the Bible that many call the Old Testament, and some of that is hard to read, yes, and it's it's almost mind-blowing to read that, that uh, recording, you know, how it was recorded in the Bible by Moses, and uh, we read that, and then we read the prophets, which kind of uh, foretells what happens next, and then my goodness, how wonderfully it mirrors. The, the new covenant mirrors the old, and there is a reason that it goes together. That's why the people that ignore what they call the Old Testament or the first part of the Bible have a difficult time understanding the end of the Bible. Uh, the, uh, the New Testament is clearly better understood when we're very familiar with what came before. And uh, so often in the New Testament, or what people call the New Testament, it refers back to the old and back and forth. So our reading is very enlightening because that's what it's about. So if you ever wondered, well, I hear Bridget or I hear Grandma B reading, 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 and why is she reading from that stuff from way before, and then she's reading from the prophets, and now she's reading from the current. Uh, The reason is, is because you can clearly see in the current readings, in the, in the um, New Testament, they're always referring back to the old. And uh, what, are you supposed to ignore that? No, go back to the old and see how it was. You know, it's wonderful how it fits together. It's like a perfectly, perfect pair of gloves. It just fits perfectly when you read it together and makes definitely sense. I hear people telling me, oh, I read it, but it makes no sense to me. Well, when you read the book from the beginning, it, uh, it will make more sense to you as you go along. And if you go in f- back and forth from the uh, 
beginning to where we are now, we can see why we have to read the beginning as well. Well, God's people were were stiff-necked people even back then. So, but God reminds us, look what happens when you're obedient. When you're obedient, things go well with you. If you're stiff-necked and stubborn and refuse to see the past, then it will not. Hallelujah. Praise God and see you on Shabbat.